0: You're listening to Beyond the Newsroom. I'm Crystal Chavez. And I'm Renata Sego. This podcast is for journalists working outside the realm of traditional newsrooms. For any of you thinking and dreaming of new journalism models. Which is nearly everybody right now. Right, that's if people have work at all right now. Some journalists have been temporarily laid off or have had their hours reduced amid COVID-19.
1: Enter Paige Cornwell. She's a reporter at The Seattle Times. With the help of some others, she created a GoFundMe furlough fund for journalists.
2: And a lot of them said, I'm really not too worried about my situation right now, but I am worried about rent in the next month. I might be a few hundred dollars short. This
0: started as a small fundraiser, but Paige has been floored by the response. People have donated more than $50,000. Many of the donors are journalists themselves, and those in need are scattered from coast
2: to coast. It really runs the gamut. We have journalists in, I think, almost every state now. Bigger cities, New York, LA, (laughs) Seattle, and very small towns where there's only one or two journalists. Mostly newspaper, I would say, but also digital outlets, radio, a surprising amount of broadcast journalists as well.
1: Some freelancers also got financial help, some that had one or two main clients and just aren't getting assignments right now. The Journalist Fund has helped more than 180 journalists make ends meet during this pandemic.
0: Right. Page says the payments have been around $250. You can apply or donate by searching Journalist Furlough Fund on GoFundMe.
2: It's been really interesting to see that a lot of these uh, journalists are saying, well, I am struggling, but I'm also very worried about my community. Um, I'm furloughed right now, which means I can't work, which means that th- my readers aren't getting all the information they, they need. And in a time of such such anxiety and such distrust, often. Journalists are needed now more than ever, so I hope that we're able to help them even just a little bit. Such
0: an awesome project
2: Paige has going on there, doing it on her own time. This is outside of my work, but I do feel supported with my um, employer to do this on, of course, my own time, but not feeling like I'm breaking any rules with it. Renata,
0: there are plenty of resources out there. The Freelance Solidarity Project and National Writers Union just hosted a webinar on coronavirus aid. You
1: attended that. What did you learn? There were about 600 people on this webinar, and they focused primarily on the ways that people may be eligible for New York unemployment. One thing I thought was really interesting is that they said that when you're freelancing, in order to be eligible for unemployment benefits, think about where you worked, not where you were living, but where you worked, you know, you might be on a project where you're traveling from state to state. For example, I know I worked in Iowa, so I would be eligible for unemployment in Iowa. Another thing is that You got to think about how employers are classifying you. That's something that's huge. One of the lawyers there on the webinar, she was saying that a lot of freelancers or independent contractors get misclassified by employers. So the employers will basically call an independent contractor an employee, which affects the employer's tax filing. And also the person called the independent employee. So I thought that was cool. Oh, in New York, which is really interesting. They look at how a freelancer is classified based on The relationship the freelancer has with the entity so if the entity you're working for has more power if they're setting your work schedule if they're determining your location of work then that entity can say they are your employer even if you you know were hired you know you talked to the hiring team and was approached as an independent contractor so i mean all of this really affects how you apply for unemployment benefits, whether you're eligible. One other thing that's interesting is the CARES Act. Workers who've been laid off or furloughed due to COVID-19, they're eligible for benefits. Um, Workers who quit, self-employed workers, unable to work, these are freelancers. We are now eligible for these benefits. So that's huge.
0: I am definitely feeling thankful my day job, not journalism related. They've kept paying us even though we're temporary workers and we were sent home. But I don't know how long I can depend on those checks. That's still up in the air and the uncertainty for sure has been really unsettling. Um, Renata, you definitely had been doing more freelance work than me before this sort of new normal. And what what is your financial picture like now?
1: I am operating with the what is it is it the the rainy the rainy day rainy day fund that everybody encouraged me to to put together for myself when I started saying oh I'm going to take the leap you know everybody was saying you need to have some money in case something happens well this rainy day has definitely um transitioned into like a major hurricane rainstorm that's enveloped us all so i'm looking at different ways um right now to to be able to continue to support myself in the future that includes opening up more editing of other people's work i'm doing voice work which is awesome i've gotten a couple of voice gigs I'm definitely learning a bit more. I'm doing a lot of research just to make sure that I will be able to keep my lights on and keep my phone on. So there's no, do, no-, no, no, the number you've reached. <laughs>
0: <laughs> it could happen. <laughs> it could happen. <laughs> you can send me, you can write me a letter. I'll give you my address after this. <laughs> oh my God. I'm sure a lot of people listening right now can relate. <laughs> and so I just want to bring up, I mean, just to close out here, I was just thinking of, you know, some of the, I have to be honest, I have so many people on my Facebook and I'm like, how did they get here? And then I just saw a post today of some woman who said her and her husband have been dealing with COVID-19 and that her husband died, but she was recovering in the hospital And I think we became friends because she's a writer, but it just kind of put things in perspective while I'm worried about money. Yes, health is important, though. Physical and mental, like we have been talking about on this podcast and, and just on our phone calls. So I just want to say hope everyone and their families are safe and healthy. We know there's devastating stories that you're hearing on the news and on your phone and on TV and on your timelines and here and around the world and our hearts go out to those affected and I don't know just to put some perspective in there at the end here's what I'm thinking about is I'm just you know kind of worried when my husband comes back from Lyft driving like have you been safe have you been washing your hands have you been using your hand sanitizer and I guess we've been talking a lot about funds and that is very scary but I just want to say you know just to say we know that there are some people right now in the hospital that are very scared.
1: Yeah, it's, it's absolutely real. So we have to take care of ourselves. But I'm gonna be real. I mean, the financial component that does add stress that adds mental stress, which can manifest itself physically. So, you know, the the best thing we can do is just get the research, get the resources we can get Stay connected to each other. Know that we're not in this alone. And I think that that's why this conversation is so important.
0: That's a wrap for today's Beyond the Newsroom. Thank you for listening. Be sure to subscribe. Do you know a kick-ass newsie we should spotlight? You can email
1: us, do you honey at gmail.com. Yes, our theme song is Sonato. It's called Picante. It's banging, isn't it? <laughs> I'm Crystal Chavez. Thanks for listening. I'm Renata Sego. Till next time.